not know. Because the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards us. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. on how wonderful the latest animated Disney film oh, here children <laughs> is. But, but, pro wrestling, that's, that's, that's where he draws the line. That's for stupid people. Yes, it is. Let me go watch Beauty and the Beast again. Beauty and the Beast is pretty fantastic. I like the part where she fucks the animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good thing to teach your daughter, Rocco. <laughs> Really set the great example. I'm just gonna go. (laughs) (laughs) Wrestling is for stupid people. I'm sorry if you like wrestling. I apologize. Just, I don't, I don't get where the. How much am I allowed to swear? You make me so angry, Rocco. Where do you get off telling people that their entertainment is telling other people that their entertainment is stupid? And when you are literally the and most below me. When you are literally the most blind follower fanboy I've ever met in my life. I I'm torn here because I actually agree with both of you. Hmm. I do think that wrestling is for stupid people <laughs> or children. <laughs> like it's okay if you're a kid, but if you're a grown person and you love wrestling, I don't understand you. Yeah, I don't. Care. But but. Is that fair to say if I have certain things that I like? What's the difference between... You like soccer, so I mean... What's the difference between wrestling and, say, any other dramatized TV show on t- uh, uh, you watch? I don't know. But I don't want to get into this debate right now, guys. There, there is, we and that's this, fair. We that's could do this for hours. No, no, hold on. That, that's I, fair. I, I that's will, fair. I will stand You two up. give I me think, such a headache. I think I there's an element up, of it, Rock, though... Go, go watch Beauty and the Beast. Where... I'm looking at these adults that are watching it, and sure, to an extent, I'm sure there's plenty of them that go, I know this is fake, but I like the drama. That's, that's, okay, that's but the I point think I there's was... still plenty of then people watch that watch... Then watch a soap opera. No, Hold on. The, I think no, there's still there's... plenty of people that watch it that are going, I think this is real. Yeah, I, I will say as, as a wrestling fan, now granted, I stopped watching a few years back just because the writing got awful even by wrestling standards, but... I will say that if you are an adult and you're still watching wrestling and thinking that it's real, yeah, y- you're an idiot. You are an idiot. All right. Um, but anyways, moving anyway, off of that. So uh, I want to get to your segment because I know you got a new segment. Yep. And I got a new segment. But first, before we get to that segment, back on our show, we have the rock connoisseur himself, Casey. Welcome back. Hi. All that. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, uh, so we're just so happy to have you. I wrote that for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, he was he was up all night. That was awful. 
<laughs> so uh, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Actually, I was really excited to come back. I can't even believe you guys asked me. You can't. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, my co-host is I shot that. you. Wow. What were you saying, I Casey? I can't believe you asked me to come back. Why would we not Second ask time you? trying to ruin your career on the show. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> after, after his appearance on Critical Mass, Rockinosaur has been canceled. And he's been Sud- living in a cardboard box. Suddenly nobody wants to be on his show anymore. Yep. We've seen who when you associate when with. When you're associated sir. with these fucking scumbags. Trump deported him. Didn't even have anywhere to go. No. Yikes, not again. He's just... He's just I'm circling from, JFK. I'm from here. <laughs> yes. I'm an American. So um, we can't wait. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about the Rock Connoisseur, your new season. Mm. I want to talk about uh, your comic. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about you know, balancing that. And dad- I do the research, Casey. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Dan, you learned to get it <laughs> and I want to um, definitely talk about balancing that and being a dad, which I think is the is the greatest part, is the greatest thing. You know, balancing ba- or being well, a dad. Well, balancing, you know, t- uh, work, work life. Yeah, you know, yeah. show comic. Holy oh, crib midget. Yeah, that's it, man. Okay, you know? yeah, we'll talk it all. I can't wait. Um, that'll be on the the next segment. First, um, Andrew has a, a cockamamie have, new thing. Andrew. Yeah, I have I have something that I want to bring to the table. Um, okay, and then we'll get right into current events. So I'll try I'll try not to let myself get too long winded here with my intro. Please, but it's it's a well known and well documented uh, thing. Sure. Uh, amongst our friends and our fan base. Yep. Uh, of your uh, completely obsessive fandom of all things Star Wars. That is me. Yes, so, that's correct. Um. Fallen Order came out. It did. I've been playing and, the shit out of it. You've been playing the shit out of it. Oh yeah. I want to get Rocco's brief review. Ooh. And then what we're gonna do is we're gonna compare what Rocco says because I'm sure Rocco will not actually be able to think about the game from a critical standpoint. Oh, what a fucking cunt um, you are. And we'll simply You're only be cunt. able to jerk off while he talks about whatever the main character is. I jerked off so, to the game before you guys got so here. So I want to I want to compare Rocco's fanboying to actual critical reviews of the the game. <laughs> Rocco's giving me a look. I, I want to just beat him to death. so much. I want to fill a sock full of so, pennies and so just Rocco, beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Rocco, first off, um, I'm going to ask that during your review, at no point in time are you allowed to pick up your cell phone and look at anything on there. So These wow. are my hands. Um, hands, hands are on the table. The table. Uh, that's, a, that's a studio rule. Real, <laughs> real quick. <laughs> well, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> my so, pants are still buttoned, So though. tell us, for now, now that you have... You have played. Sure. Give us uh, your review uh, okay. briefly. Sure. And then at the end, I want you to give me a X out of ten okay. rating for it. Um, just to just to be clear, what was the name of this game again? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. All right. So Dan shot himself. Um, anyway, and it went off a second time. How I f- uh, my review of the game. Um, the story is fantastic so far. I'm not that far into the game. The story's pretty fantastic. Um, it it takes us to a time you know right after the Great Jedi Purge. Far far away. Um, the acting by Cameron Monaghan. I wouldn't expect anything less. He was amazing and shameless, and he's quite amazing in the game. Um, Which, who is he? 
He's uh, uh, Ian, the the, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. the homosexual redhead. Yes, I'm trying to say it in the right way. You know, homosexual, the homosexual redhead. <laughs> um, anyway, it's, it's homosexual. Gameplay, I th- personally, I think that the fight mechanics are a bit clunky, but once you get used to them, it's okay. Um, very comparative to like a God of War. Um, I like the triggers and the use of the force powers. That's cool. Mm. Um, I love the yes. the graphics. It's gorgeous. The use of the force powers. Mm. The uh, <laughs> the lightsaber action. Am I supposed to be getting turned on? I lo- yes. I I like the. Uh, uh, no, you you're not that much of a fanboy for this. You should not be getting the words. Aroused. The descri- his adjectives are just making me. You like that? Yeah. Turns you on? Jiggle. Um, the lightsaber action. I would say is is pretty pretty awesome. Um, I do like the parrying and the the being able to cut things in half. That's kind of neat. Mm. Um, the things I don't like. The puzzle rooms are incredibly difficult. <laughs> I don't know how many you've gotten to yet. I've I've had a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, where you're just kind of like, what the fuck, yeah. like you know. But I played a, my fair share of Tomb Raider and Uncharted to know what to expect. Fair enough. Fair enough. Go online and look up. Tomb well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I've I haven't done that yet, but I'm planning on it because I'm stuck right now. Um, but overall, personally, my personal rating out of ten. Yeah. I would say um they could have done better with the fight mechanics. Uh huh. Um, and I feel like we're, the planets are too mazy. They're very, very mazy. Mm. Like, I think there's a difference. Like you could have, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10. Yes. Okay. I think that's fair. Shall we check the reviews? Can I just say, I, I agree with that. Oh, thank you. Yep. F- really? You, you fully agree? I mean, you can disagree. That's I, why we're here. We do that a lot on this show. Do you, do you have anything you want to? There's add just to one that? other thing that I was complaining about in the game, which was that there's things that you can break, which mean absolutely nothing. Yes, the that's map fair. is almost useless, mm-hmm. and um, they also let you respawn characters when there's absolutely no reason to do it. I've never seen it in a game since a role-playing game where like you go, you rest and then everybody respawns and I'm like so you're just wanting me to farm and beef up my guy like yeah. I can do it in one level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so really annoying that's when really, you it's just dumb. When that, you do the meditation that is the biggest annoyance for I me know. Too, <laughs> like, oh god, I I just can't stand it. But 8.5 out of 10 everything else is great. Thank you, Casey. Let's go to our reviews. What From actual now, uh, these are sad, lonely forty-year-olds. No, no, these, with their mothers is it or yeah. these, lo- these are these are the critical review ratings. From who? From, the, from the three big uh, uh, people when it comes to game reviews. All right, keep okay? them brief. Um, IGN. Yep. Uh, Metacritic. Yep. And Steam. I'll give you. I'll give you those. Three. Okay. Okay. IGN rated it nine out of ten. Mm. Okay. Steam rated it. Nine out of ten. Okay. Oh. Metacritic gave it an eighty-two percent out of okay. Out of so similar so, to what they gave it. Okay. So what we have demonstrated here is that Rocco decide, but but uh, aside from his constant jerking right. of all things Star Wars, milking the teat is actually able to see flaws. Right, something that has the Disney. He's not. His judgment on. is not. You cloudy. talk to me like I'm like I have mental issues. But but obviously, <laughs> you, you obviously, Andrew 
thought he'd get a different result, and he's trying to compliment you. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm actually I'm actually very impressed. I expected you to sit here and, and for five minutes wax on about how it's the most amazing thing that has ever graced a console. The now, greatest video then, game ever is and then Legend of I, Zelda Ocarina of Time for N64. I, I'm not mad mm. that you chose that one, but I'm going to say that's probably not the best of all time. But that's another conversation. What, what I am impressed with here is that you were actually able to... Uh, Point out things that you did not approve of. Well, and, thank you. And when we got to the part of giving it a score, you didn't give me some, oh, 12 out of 10 because no, this is the no. beta greatest no. game ever. No, no. That, but thank you. I like that. I like that. Thank you. So, the name but to be fair. I, that's a, see, that's a great question. Rocco's review. If he had a choice. I like that. If he had a choice between playing yep. an 8 out of 5 or 8.5 out of 10 Star Wars video game. Versus a ten out of ten regular video game. What's a regular video game? Uh, another another centipede. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Some even, other video. Like let's even call in my own. When you mentioned God of War, let's just say God of War. Sure. If there's a ten out of ten God of War game sitting on the shelf sure. next to an eight point five out of ten Star Wars. Game, sure. You're choosing the Star Wars game. Usually. I would. I would go so far as to say I would choose the Star Wars game yeah. in that situation. Yeah. I just mean that's where his bias comes in. Is that he's just. He just loves Star Wars so much that even if the game were a six These out of ten, guys, they he, don't he'd still they like can't. it. He's, I'm, still a big, like it. I'm just such a big fan, I guess. Okay. You know, you're talking to another huge Star Wars fan here as well. I like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I like it. By the way, um, Star Wars a, a shout out <laughs> and a plug to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast. I've been getting into it. It is hilarious. Have you listened to it at all? No. Just well, the he, name sounds great, though. He... It's, it it's Conan O'Brien oh, okay. unleashed. He's just allowed to be himself, as that opposed to on his TV awesome. show where it's like six minutes of me behaving myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. And he does a, a little intro, and one of the ads that he has is for this Star Wars video game that you guys are talking about. He does like his And I'll play games. it for you during the break so we won't get in trouble, but I just, I die. Okay. Hmm. Well, thank you, Andrew. I like Rocker's that. Rocker's reviews. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I, I, let's continue that. Um, All right. Shows. Let's talk about current events, though. What uh what the fuck? So Dan, <coughs> um, you haven't shut up since the podcast started. Um I, I so try I'll, and interject. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you I more can. time to speak. Um <laughs> you know, as the other host. Um what's been going on in the world? <laughs> so not nah. but then uh, did you hear Oh man the the guy. Yep. No, that's not it. <laughs> You're fucking useless. Um, Roger Stone is going to prison. Uh, who cares? I, I don't. These ancillary people. Uh, the, the he's a mob boss, and he's just got all these people underneath him that are connected, and they're going to prison. But Trump isn't. But I can't. I can't handle the meme of him holding the shirt that says Hillary for prison, mm. and now he's going to prison. To me, that is the epitome of irony, and his, I was la I was just laughing. Like even Can if we, you don't know the situation, right? Yeah. That's still funny. This dude, well, Hillary goes to prison. You know what I mean? No, and you're going to prison. You fuck. You're actually going to prison. We we had another um, we had another school shooting. Yes, we did. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah. And I almost brought it up because um, those are like uh, Gary's you know, dime guns. A dozen. Gary's guns, guns, guns. As you know, last time he started a, a contest. Yep. And someone won the contest. I mean, it's oh, insensitive God. of me to bring it up, but, you know, someone did win. I, I do want to preface that we make light of these situations on our show. 
And the reason being is because of the inaction of the United States. That's right. And the, and hang on, in these sh- in these shootings, in in these situations. Right. Now we're not calling for a gun ban. Everybody, relax. Clutch your AR-15 close at night and read it a book before you go to bed. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is common sense laws to protect our children. I am a father of two. I think you're a, you're a new dad. You're a dad. What there's no problem with common sense gun laws. If you have an issue with that, you shouldn't own a fucking gun. Period. And on the show, we you know we 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 make light of it. We talk about Gary's guns, guns, guns. The, so the last episode, Casey. I don't know if you listened to the last episode. Gary's guns, 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 guns. Sound familiar, but go on. It's a commercial we have, yeah. and the last yeah, commercial I was. was say, I thought I heard this. We had Gary had a sale that. Uh, if you guess the number of kids that die in the next school shooting, you get a deal. That was our segment. It was a contest. Show. You know how the weatherman, you can guess how many inches of snow we're going to yeah, get? Yeah, yeah, Well, he did one where if you guess the location and how many people will die of the next school shooting. And then shooting. this school shooting happened, which obviously makes us very sad. We're not The point freaking... being is that it's inevitable. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. It's sad. It's fucked is what it is. We make light of it to try and bring attention to it. So the best way we can do is vote. So mm-hmm. if you're a voter, uh, um, we just had our voting day. Yes, we did. Yeah. Did, did you see what happened uh, to Adam Bellow up in the Senate on that day? What do you mean? The day of literally the like as the shooting occurred, mm-hmm. there was a uh, senator who was trying to make a motion for HR eight which is a gun reform bill mm-hmm. uh, that has been sitting up in the Senate for forever now. Sure, sure, sure. Has been reviewed three separate times, and every single time they try and bring it to the floor to discuss, and this is something that now has bipartisan support, Yeah. yeah, yeah. every single time that they have tried to motion to bring this to the floor for discussion and a vote, Moscow Mitch shuts shuts it well, down. Well, yeah, that's um, uh, Mitch McConnell. I mean, and once why are we even surprised? The guy looks like a turtle. He should be in the turtle club with Dana Carvey. And once again, what's the matter? Am I not turtle enough for you? And once again, as this shooting was happening, yeah, they they called to bring it to the floor, yeah. yeah. And Moscow Mitch and his handful of cronies uh, all got together and said, "No, we will not be discussing this." Because the NRA pays them, and the NRA is a domestic terror organization. If you don't agree with me, then you don't know what terrorism actually I is. I believe it's the state of California actually labeled them that officially. Yes, the state of California. Yeah. Is not the state of California, the city of San Francisco. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought way. it was... Well, the city of San Francisco, I think he's right. Either way. Yeah, either way. So, yeah, that's fucked. So I know we have another very offensive commercial for Gary's Guns, Guns, Guns that we're going to play on the show again today. Um, but understand that at critical mass, you know, our, we, we don't, we bring light, we make light of it. Well, I, I, you know, from my point of view, I'm, I'm tired of walking on eggshells for people with guns. I I don't care about their feelings anymore. (laughs) I'm going to speak how I feel and I don't give a shit about how others feel. Kids are dying. Yeah. So fuck your feelings. Exactly. And I feel the same way, and I'm a gun owner. Owner. I don't know. Wow. I'm a gun owner. I'm a... Wow. Talk. You should definitely have well, a gun. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm a gun owner, but I don't feel a need to post on the internet about it or, like, make it my profile picture on Facebook. You know what I mean? 
Like you ever see that, Casey? Yeah, I've I've seen it. Yeah. And doesn't it? it isn't it? Cre- it's weird. I grew up in a small town in uh-huh. Western New York where everyone is a gun owner. Sure. And everyone, you know, deer day, whatever hunting day yeah, yeah. is like the big day. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, I've hunted myself. I did yesterday. I'm all about everyone owning a gun and shooting like um deer because there's a lot of them and I hate when they wreck people's cars. Um. Right. But yeah, I. You know, even my dad, who's a huge hunter, was like, lock up your gun. You know, not, you can yeah. own a gun. It's fine. Own a gun. Right. Shoot deer. Hunt. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Just. But the very notion of your father saying, lock up your gun, <coughs> would piss off so many Oh, people. I know. I know. And it's isn't insane. that fucked? And it's just like, like it you is. You can't a, even you know, talk he had, to these people. He had, I don't even know how many guns in our house, like. But they were locked. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's yeah. no way that I could get. No, to my these well, guns. he's he's a, what's called a responsible gun owner. Correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's and I think that that's the issue is these folks that, you know, I said this. Who did I say this to? I was talking to somebody. We were walking. I said, these folks that expound this, they're gonna come take our guns away. That's never ever ever going to happen correct it's not going to happen the united states government is not going to come and take your gun away they're not going to it's the second amendment it's never going to happen uh, so yeah, no it's not it's just, I, it's, I don't think it, and they're not going to put them in a giant pile and melt them and yeah them into mandalorian armor and uh, like right, right? Well, they, they did in australia <laughs> but yeah but australia doesn't have is not the size it's of the u.s pirate country too yeah <laughs> The biggest issue with the U.S. is states' laws versus federal law, which right. a lot of countries don't have like we do. Right. Also, our size, no, our big, sheer size. The big thing is that there is literally no other country in the developed world that fetishizes guns like right. we do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, and it, you're you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't disagree with that. But the thing is, if we have this amendment, we know that they're not going to take guns but away. But you say that there's no way they're taking guns, and I think that there's a possibility in the future that they could take semi-automatic military-style weapons. Yes. So that's what upsets people. And that's yeah, what but, scares people. But here's here's the thing. that's uh, The the truth is, is what en- what's going to end up happening is that the right is going to try and stand firm and, and not yield any ground whatsoever on this yeah and it's going to get to a point where eventually the power is going to shift again and a lot of those republicans are going to end up getting voted out because they're just not keeping up with reality anymore um and, and they've lost touch but the thing is and, that's and, the no, roughest what's, what's going to happen is as soon as the power shifts again up in washington and democrats get enough control up there yeah, they're gonna they're gonna start gutting this stuff. Well, because, yeah, and because, quickly. Yeah, because something has to be done. There's going to be there's going to be what a backlash. And since the so, Re- since the Republicans don't want to come to the table if, and have a real talk. Well, about yes, it. but there's going to be a huge backlash. And what I mean by that is, so when the Democrat when Obama was president, right? I remember that. The easy see this is back when politics was boring. And I say make politics boring again. Mm. That's <laughs> that's you know that's my I thing. I see your T-shirt about that, yeah. right? Um, so make politics boring again. So again, when Obama was uh, president, was was the president? Uh, was he was warned? Don't sign these executive orders. Don't sign these executive orders because it's going to set a bad precedent. It's going to set set a bad precedent. He signed a few executive orders, right? But again, it he was, signed a lot. It was. 
bad precedent, bad precedent, bad precedent, bad precedent. Don't do that because that's just giving the president unlimited powers because he's signing these executive orders, right? Mm -hmm. But Obama was humble about it because he's Obama, right? Now we have Trump. Trump signs executive orders, and everyone, he's a genius. There's a press. He's fantastic. There's a press crew there. Wow. He's a genius. He shows his fucking... He, yeah. Signature. He holds the thing here. It. It's got it. a crayon. Um, <laughs> now the backlash is when the Democrats get in to pre- the presidency. They're going to say we're signing all kinds of executive orders. Yeah, to undo and the Republicans are going to be like, "Well, you can't do that. That's setting a bad precedent." Yeah. And they're going to be like, "Not anymore." Which then I think, even if it's a Democrat, it still helps to further ruin our democracy. Yeah, but these executive orders can only do so much. But I'm saying, but this is the country was founded by the people for the people. Public servants, it used to be a sacrifice. You used to have to give up your business, take very piddly wage, and serve your country as a politician. It was considered a sacrifice and not something that people always wanted to do because people would put someone up, would be nominated, yeah. and then you would vote, and then you would you would be that politician, whether it was president, senator, mayor, whatever the fuck it was, but it was a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Now it's celebrity. Now it has become celebrity. Now you're getting endorsements. Now you're getting lobbyists. You're, you've become, they might as well wear um, uh, those race car jackets from I NASCAR. Th- I think they need to. That have their That'd be amazing. The patches. That, that have their patches with, like, who sponsors Anaheim, them. Yeah. Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> right, right? This is a- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez coming from you live from the Senate by Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, she's you know, the she's Jew, the worst right? example of that because she's anti all of that. But what so, yeah. I'm saying is, <laughs> is that. It ha- that I think is what it. Ha- I think that's yeah. I I agree. There needs to be more transparency, right? But we no, not just transparency. Literally, it, it should be a sacrifice. Yeah. Go back to it being a sacrifice. Well, am I crazy? I mean, if, if, I, if we want to circle this back to gun laws, you know, I think at the end of the day. I, we need to stop lobbying so much. I don't think the NRA should be able to lobby at all. I don't think they should be able to make donations to politicians whatsoever. No company should be able to decide, obviously. Right. <laughs> what we do The for salty, sugary, fat <coughs> lobby organization is just as harmful. That's actually their, yeah. their, their real name, too. <laughs> that is. It's the lobbyist for salty and sugary snack something. Right. Yeah. It's fucked up. I mean... I think they're one of the reasons that um, they were at the top of the food pyramid for so long. In school, you learn that food pyramid, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they say, you know, salty whatever snacks. But really, and now now if you look at it, it's reversed. The pyramid's reversed. Yeah, yeah. Finally. It's, now it's become more looking like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> the whole thing is. <laughs> exactly. But Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> yeah, those memes. Can we talk about that for a second? So I believe... <laughs> I, a, I believe all things are possible. So I do, sure, it's possible that he was murdered in order to save the identities of other child molesters. But Definitely I think that there's yeah. there's something else going on here that most people aren't really saying, which is that they believe that Hillary Clinton and others were running a sex slave ring. 
No, Epstein was. And I truly believe this is the one time Hillary and Trump worked together to make sure Epstein was killed. <laughs> so you believe that Hillary was involved in child sex slavery? No. I believe that Clinton went to Epstein, was a customer at Epstein. I believe Bill was a customer at Epstein's sex island, that they okay. weren't running it, that they weren't like... Okay, he was just a customer. He okay. was a customer, just like Trump was. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, Trump loves 13-year-old girls. I'm going to say it, he does. There was a rape case where he... Oh, sure. No, no, only only his own. That's <laughs> no, no, there have been others. There was a whole thing where at a he party, I apparently held down and raped a 13-year-old girl, yeah. and right before the presidency, that was going to go to court, that, and that, that didn't happen. That they, disappeared. No, that that never happened. They checked his daily planner, oh, right? God. And it was not on. It the wasn't calendar. in the planner. Uh, I know, silly us, silly us. I know. Have. I put all my crimes on, on the, calendar. the calendar. So, you know. Yeah. That's what you, you got to keep. You got to keep your underage rape scheduled. You got to keep it scheduled. Keep it square. There's a right. lot going on. Got a Google calendar. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm in the cloud. <laughs> but all my rape stuff's in the cloud. Um, but that's what I think. And I think that I think there were a lot of people that funded. I, I think this. First of all, this is a makings of a great '80s movie. That a bunch <laughs> of famous people hire a an assassin to kill a sex trafficker, to keep their names out of everything. Yeah. Like I said... He I, was murdered. I agree that it's likely that he was... But also, let's pretend that he kept all that shit to himself and didn't share the wealth, if you will. You know, that he was just... Like his own ring? Yeah. Oh. Let's so say he that... Was let's, the only customer? For the sake of argument, yeah. For the sake of the argument, let's just say that... I don't think he that's an argument, just, though. He just fucked up little kids on his own, okay? And, and he didn't share it with other well-to-do people or powerful people okay Okay. if he knows he's going to go to the jail for the rest of his life because they have dirt on him and he's guilty i think a lot of people in his case would kill themselves but i would have done it before i got to jail that's a very good point yeah i know i'm going to jail like i'm getting did he know that that he was going to go to jail you don't just wake up and go like you have a court case right and you know you're probably no i think he was just arrested Oh, wasn't like he randomly? Yeah, I don't the know. Arrest, if it was ran- I don't know. The if it was arrest random. itself was very. It was very sudden. Okay, well then, never mind. I guess you don't have time to kill yourself. Right. I think we need to just go ahead and let the whole uh, Epstein didn't kill himself meme. We need to just let it die because it's never going to kill itself. So. But I'm bummed. Yeah. <laughs> um. And cri- I'll I'll cricket myself on that one. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate the honesty on that. <laughs> Keep yourself in check. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Dan? But okay. But also, let's say someone wanted to investigate it and say, okay, you know, people have fine. been trying let's, to let's, investigate. Let's it. say he didn't kill himself. Where do they go from there? First of all, it seems like a dead end to me. It's been pretty much proven that it was a homicide. Yeah. Med- medical report. Um. Uh. Post mortem on Epstein was yeah we're about 96% but I mean that's the point like let's say we can all okay yeah he's murdered but like I guess you start with who the killer was and the kill yeah well that's and then you go back what do they always say chase the money you know what I mean follow the money like you just have to it's like who paid you and then oh that's the poor woman yeah and then yeah there's Trump like yeah, exactly, and I'm pretty sure. And I love when Trump's like, I have nothing to do with the guy, and then they just show the montage of photos of them together. 
And then it's just like, <laughs> you, yeah. you mean the, oh, hi, and then I love, oh, him. <laughs> yes, that guy. yes. I thought you meant Epstein. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. I remember him. I remember him. Yup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So anyway, what do you think? Go to break? Yeah, let's go to break and um, we'll figure out who killed him and solve the solve the issue. Yeah, we're going to solve it on break and then when we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk more about it. We'll be right back. Quit a mask. <laughs> Gary's guns, guns, guns. Gary's Heroes. Gary wants to highlight the tiny heroes of our God-given taken land. Three weeks ago in an outlet mall outside of Lynchburg, Virginia, a tiny hero emerged. There stands a daycare filled with employees and America's next leaders, Tiny Tots, aged six weeks to six years old. At around 3 p.m., a deranged Muslim ran into the building shouting, Durka Durka Jihad! Thanks to the courage of the President Trump and our veterans, three-year-old Macy Jean was well-trained for this situation. She grabbed her AR-15 and shot the assailant 36 times, spraying another 45 bullets all over the daycare, killing four others, (laughs) but saving countless other lives. Thank you to the heroism of Macy Jean and all other armed children defending our constitutional right to bear arms and discriminate in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I just want to clarify. <laughs> she shot the dude 36 times. But missed 45 it, others. Okay. <laughs> just so there's, you know, in the 80 That's what, like something a 40, 40% bullets. hit rate? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. She had the extended mag? I yeah. just wanted to clarify that because I, you know, the math. She had the extended mag already. She must have been leveling up earlier. I mean, you gotta, you gotta go through some ranks. Yeah. I'm just, I'm looking, that. I'm looking at uh, the Virginia. producer. When you drive into the state, they give you one. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the producer behind the glass, and he's just—he's saying we are losing sponsors <laughs> left I and am, right. I am literally watching our Facebook page just hemorrhage. But well, these are the now heroes. that we've lost our entire fan base. If we base. would just—that's Gary's point. If we would just put guns into the hands of everyday good people, then you I know, think we would save lives. I think at this point, the only person that we have still listening to the show is Gary. Yes, that's probably true. <laughs> so, Casey, you're back. I am back, and a lot has been going on with you since we last. Uh, mm. Since we last. Intertwined since when we was that like interfa- July, was it June or July? It might. Have, yeah, I think so. I don't remember. Of 1987, <laughs> that was <laughs> quite the year. But you've created a lot. You've you've produced uh, a human being. Yes, and science my, did. But yeah, I was. I had a small part. You, to play. It came. I don't know how it came to you. A stork is what I hear. How it works. Um, yes, Stan. I just took mine. Oh yeah, I just talk. Usually they're just at Wegmans hanging out, minding their own business, and you right. might as well just yeah, pick them up, up in the produce section. <laughs> yeah, that's where D- Dan, you got three of them. I yeah, I, but you got to you like got to make I sure. Sound up, I sound up. You got to make sure when you pick the them county. up. You got when you pick them up, you got to knock on the top of the head a few times to to see if they're ripe yet. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. smell them. You, you said in the, <laughs> what? It, now what did you do? Oh, down at the county offices, there's a sign up sheet. Yeah. Just on the outside the of the door. The lost and found. <laughs> you just sign up. I'll take three. 
And it's funny because you, I actually, I say this, I'm very proud of you for being a foster parent. That's pretty, that's a pretty amazing thing. So, um, all three are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Might've been a bad time to bring that up. (laughs) I'm really sorry. Um, anyway, uh, so, so you produced a child. Yes. And she is freaking adorable. She has her moments. She She has has her her moments. Well, yeah. (laughs) No one's perfect. Yeah. You know? I um I'm, I don't feel comfortable saying your daughter's name on air, so that'll never happen. But I do love her name. Okay. Um, that was that's fantastic. I don't even say Julia. <laughs> Julia Julia. Yes. Agnes. I'm just gonna start. Guessing. I really love the wedding Ethel. singer. I really love the wedding singer throwback with I, her name there, Julia it. Gulia. Yeah. Gertie. Gertie. All right. Gertie. All right. <laughs> oh God. Um, don't you hate it when you don't, you don't want to tell someone something? Eunice. Like it's a secret, <laughs> so they start Eunice. guessing. You're like, stop guessing. Yeah. Beverly. Ed, Edna. Um, all of the above. No, but in all seriousness, that's fantastic, and Thank and you. she is adorable. I love the Star Wars pictures. Yes, that was that was great. Luckily, my wife is um, a pretty big geek herself. Nice. So we worked in some Star Trek because that's her side of things. Yep. And uh, yeah, she said, "Let's do. It. Let's not do, you know, whatever normal, mm-hmm. you know, Anne Getty style photos and put her inside of a leprechaun or whatever they do. Yeah, those things. they put them in a basket. Yeah, right. With leprechauns, though. I was gonna say <laughs> pumpkin, but you guys aren't white enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that meme? This is what white people do, and then it's just like a family in hollowed out pumpkins, and they're wearing the pumpkins yeah, like clothing. Oh my god! They're like, this is the whitest thing I've ever seen. And then they, they're all drinking lattes. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Soy um, lattes. So. Her again, just a, is is her name really Star Wars reference? Yeah, for okay. Sure. I just wanted to be yeah. sure. I mean, I could. I mean, no one's gonna find what, her. Was say, there? Yeah, no one's gonna listen to the show. <laughs> was there a Gertie in Star you Wars? Lost somewhere? All of the uh, <laughs> yeah, we just lost all our all our listeners. So um, yeah, I'll leave it up to you. No, so her name is um, it's Kira, and it's the original name of Rey from Star Wars Episode Seven. It was going to be Kira and Kylo, and they were going to be brother and sisters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so we, like, when Episode Seven came out, we we loved it, and we were like, "We should name our baby Ray, sweet baby Ray. That'd be so cool." And um, hell yeah, which so still would have been cool. Yeah, still would have been cool, but it kind of came around this way. And my my wife's uh, Indian, and she wanted an Indian name. Yep. So Kira also means Ray of Light. In Hindi, so oh my god, it was how, all a big how, thing, how like a lightsaber. <laughs> I love wow. everything about what you just said. I love. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> we never should have given him the control. Never should have given him that. Um, Too late no. now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but that is no. In, in all seriousness, that I I love that. That I didn't know that deep into it. Yeah, but I love it. We that's that's so fantastic. Deep. Yep. Even like to my that. even to my cynical self, I do think that's pretty cool. Thank I you. Just, I just Thank had to be a dick about it. I, well, I appreciate you it. You do it very well. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do. That's why I'm here. Um, so, so this is your first, first, and do you plan on more? It is Ooh, one of the questions. You're a foster dad. Yeah, I've I've thought about that. Okay. Um, the whole. I'll be quite honest with you. I've not been around babies enough, uh-huh. and it is rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mine's so, on his way here. Yeah, I'm thinking like maybe at you know three when they're like potty trained, like I'll, I'll pick up another one. You it's know, it's not maybe. always a guarantee. It's not, of course <laughs> not. But I've 
I don't know. We have that discussion, and it goes back and forth. And I think right now she's only three and a half months old. I, give me like a year. And if we'll I can talk. give you self-righteous sort of advice. <laughs> is this, what, is um, that what this show is? Dan yeah. is, it is so yeah, it is the most self-righteous so show that ever. Kids are always going to be a challenge. It's yeah. just It just depends on what age it is. The right. challenge just changes. Just changes That's changes, all. Yeah. They get old enough, and they can start talking back to you. That's a fucking challenge. Oh, there's no sass like the sass of my six-year-old. She and she's a woman. She's a female. She has that disability. Um, so it, you know, I, I got a five-year-old right now who doesn't know how to brush her teeth properly, even though she's been living with us for almost a year. Yeah, it it fucking spills out her face onto her chin and then onto the fucking sink. You start crying and screaming, and "What's wrong like, with you?" You've been here a year. Yeah. You can feel it coming out of your mouth. I spit taught it out. Because my daughter does the same thing. It's just it, these little things that you wouldn't believe would aggravate you so much, but they do. It's just like, oh my God, I'm actually going to kill you. Yeah. Man. Can't wait. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then mine tells me we're sitting at dinner a couple nights ago, and she goes, I have a crush on a boy. And so you go get your gun. So, no, I didn't. <laughs> I ta- So I thought in my, in my, my mind. I said, uh, Rocco said, I could this go. is a progressive household and you're going to be a homosexual, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I said, first of all, in this house, we're all homosexuals. Um, use, a, use a proper pronoun, honey. Yes. No, but in all seriousness, um, you know, I there was two avenues. I could go the dad avenue where you're like, no, no boys. She's a six-year-old, but yes. Go you fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you could go, which was what I did, which was, well, tell me about him. Yeah. Why do you have a crush on him? Do you mm-hmm. know what a crush means? And it's just funny hearing it from a six-year-old. And well, like, fuck his brains out. It means, whoa, uh, yeah. Oh, whoa, holy shit! You've been watching HBO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. Um, you know, well, it's when you like someone and they like you. Um, and I said, well, isn't it just when you like them though? Yeah, but he doesn't like me. That's what she said flat out. And I said, that's why they call it a crush. Right. And I said, well, does he want to be your friend at least? She goes, I don't know. And I said, I'll be your friend. Don't worry. And, you know, being her dad and trying to lift her spirits. And she looks at me. She goes, little fork in her hand while she's eating her mac and cheese. She goes, Dad, technically, you can't be my friend because you're my dad. (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't know what. Crushing my soul. Right. (laughs) And the first and the only thing I could muster to say was, where did you learn technically (laughs) and to use it? correctly yeah. <laughs> like you just use that correctly and she just giggles to herself and you know then can't fucking brush her goddamn teeth correctly right. so anyway these are things you have to look forward to <laughs> yeah so so you're getting much sleep <laughs> yeah uh it I, uh, depends on the day yeah right depends on the day and, and rock said earlier that she was born at the same time as his well around around yeah. the same time pretty close to it um so she's four months She'll be four months at the end of the month. Okay. Yep. And my son will be four months at the beginning of, of, next, month. of next month. Okay. So very close. Whenever you guys listen to this, you guys know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you find that the lack of sleep or change in your in that personal schedule has affected any other part of your life, like your creativity, anything, watching movies, like going to restaurants? The lack of sleep specifically? Well, lack of sleep and just the changing just the of the m- schedule. Yeah, I actually, you know, I had a friend who, um, you know, asked about, because she's like, oh, we're thinking about having kids and what's the best and what's the worst thing. And I said, for me, um, because I am a, a technically creative person, mm-hmm. um, 
it's not that I've lost creativity. It's more like your priorities about how you get shit done completely changes. That's a good way of... So I put my life in, in honestly, 10-minute increments. Like, 10 minutes before she needs to eat or mm-hmm. she needs to move a different way, like on the jungle gym or she yeah. has to go to the bathroom, like whatever. So like in every 10 minutes is when I can like bust out this email or write this line of script or do mm-hmm. this edit. Or wow. You know what I mean? It's really like this is my life now and it's adjusting to a new normal. Yeah. I mean, I, I like think that. that's the best possible answer. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So instead of it, Instead of it saying, and I think I think you hit the nail on the head because a lot of people are like, well, my life completely changed and everything's different and everything sucks. It's like you just changed, you changed the definition of how you're living by changing what your priorities are. Yeah. And I think that that's, yeah, wow. Yeah. I don't have any, I don't even have a follow-up to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is it. All right, bye. All right, well, thanks a lot. We'll go ahead and close the show out right here. Well, how about this, this, uh, this new comic book of yours yeah how what it's volume it? two right yeah yeah so i did one last year this is uh issue two volume two whatever um i did another one in between like a kickstarter for that and it got funded and all that fun stuff so th- the thing about hollowed was it was already written mm-hmm. and it was already pretty much done before she was born now you oh, write right. it you're the writer yep, i'm the hollowed. writer and then yep i got an artist and then the below. artist that's um darius johnson okay yep so People in Western New York really love homegrown stuff. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yes, so they do. There, uh, there is a lot of local pride here for stuff that, that we make and yeah. we can attach ourselves to. So love homegrown stuff. Oh, shit. <laughs> can you, for one minute, be sorry. A, stop being a child? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, please continue. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> What they love it? local. They love local. Right. Love the, home so grown do you stuff. think that you you'll capitalize at all on that idea that like, hey, this is a local comic. So a, are there other local comics? Are they well known? I mean, I'm sure there's some idiot in his basement writing comics, but Me. are they getting published? Yeah, like you're you know actually I mean? getting published. I'm sure there's Wait, a are thousand. Talk- are we talking about his comics now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, there's a pretty big community um, in Buffalo. There's okay. a medium-sized community in Rochester. There's a girl, though, in Rochester who's an illustrator who's published through Image. She did a... Okay. Uh, Caitlin Yarsky did a comic called um, Coyotes. Okay. And it got pretty big um, through Image Comics, and now I, I know she's working on another one, and I need to get a lot closer to the microphone. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. And no, um, you were just talking off to the... Yeah, I know. Sorry. I... Uh, Anyway, yeah. So there, there is people actually getting published. David, I'm gonna script his last name. Chills, Chislam. He's in uh, Barnes and Noble, like oh. worldwide. Like he's got a comic around here. He's oh, local. Okay. He's local. He's. I've heard of him. I probably other those two would be the biggest in in Rochester. Okay, like, they've gotten outside of just pu- like local publishing. So now, let me ask you this. Hold on, Rock. Shut <laughs> the, for one minute, shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Two different points of view. For one person, try and sell the person your comic book that doesn't read comic books. And try and sell the person who who does read comic books why they would want to read. So sell to Dan and then sell to me. Right. (laughs) If if I'm going with a local 
influence. So Hollowed is about two detectives who hunt down a brutal serial killer that hollows out its victims in Buffalo, New York. Ah. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? So there is some There's references to the bills and, you know, you get the, the skyline and, you know, I do. Interesting. I do throw in those local references. Okay. Um, because I think it's important. And I think so too. I don't like to use this card too much, but both myself and my artist are both minorities and we'll slip that card in there every once in All a while. Right. If right. people are like, oh, and I'm just like, well, what about this? And that uh, card slides in so and they out, go, oh. So check out Casey's new comic or else you're a racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that gets thrown in every once in a while. <laughs> um, That's great. That's great. But I would use the same pitch to Rocco too. Okay. <laughs> so among the local comic book artists, and yeah. you said that there's plenty in Buffalo and a medium size in Rochester. Yeah. Is there enough minority representation there? Ooh. No. Um. Please that, talk about that. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm going to actually take that back. There's more minorities doing the comic books really? than there are Caucasian people. There's, wow. there's Caucasian. And uh, there's a bunch of female, like I just mentioned yeah. one. Wait, yeah, can we like, finally be the victim? Yes. There's not enough yeah. of us. <laughs> actually, you know what? Yeah, now that I really think about it, I did like a local show here at um, <laughs> um, uh, Swillburger with yep. uh, Buffalo people and Rochester people. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm tallying it there was like maybe three white guys uh andrew can you pull up the attendance record yeah <laughs> and then um, <laughs> for the whites only <laughs> and um the rest was you know a good mix uh wow. of, you know minorities and, and, and you, so that must feel pretty cool to see then it is yeah it's different it's not what you think yeah yeah i guess right you know i don't know because i i don't think about that aspect of it too much i usually think about it from like a female standpoint sure how many because there isn't a lot Mm. of like even in the big world i can probably name like five yeah um with like dc and marvel and stuff like that but like yeah i guess in the the local rochester syracuse buffalo arena Mm -hmm. yeah we've got some we've got some good representation going on and i mean for for you though to to say that and and just be part of that you know especially now in our time um and growing up you know i know you read a lot of comics from conversations we've had a few (laughs) obviously i did you know for someone like me you know and i'm not speaking for you i'm just saying for someone like me it was easy to open a comic captain america was white spider-man was white right superman was white batman's white so for me fuck i could throw on a halloween costume for any of those, mm-hmm. and that's someone I can look up to. Someone else who's right. not fucking white, you know, <laughs> it, what do you have? Black Panther. You know, what do you have? Um, uh, Luke Cage. Luke the Cage. Falcon. Falcon. But what I'm saying is, you know. Not so much that they couldn't wear the costumes, Blade. but that there wasn't someone who Good looked one. like them representing. Correct. Them. So, you know, and what did you see? You know, and I had just had a talk with someone about Cyborg. this. Cyborg. What do you see? Okay. I I get that there is you're right you're right okay <laughs> um but what do you what would you see and I think my brother my brother and I had this conversation when you when you look at the uh, the Black robbers guy. when you look at the robbers when you look at the bad guys the when you look at the villains in prison they were always cast in those times like that was a person of color mm-hmm. even Ninja in TV Turtles, shows they had foot soldiers they were black they were 
I don't know. They're oh, okay. Like, Storm. I think were, but what I'm saying is, They're you know, Storm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just keeps listing them off. Um, but I'm saying to be part of this, you know, New where Spider-Man. Oh my God. To be part of this, where you're bringing Nick Fury minorities into comic books. I mean, that's a big deal, man. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? That's a big deal. I, I, I got you. War Machine. It's a bit. It's a bit different. Thank you, Google. Yeah, it's a bit different now. <laughs> I had to, I had to Google those yeah, last couple. <laughs> like if we had this conversation in the '80s, sure. I think yes, but now you know, there's Miles Morales, yes. there's Kamala Khan, there's God, there's a lot yeah. out there. Spawn. Black John Stewart, yeah, Black Spawn. Black John <laughs> well, there, Stewart. There, there's only been Black Spawn. Yeah, that's there's true. only been Al Simmons. Yeah, Trevor Noah. No. You said Black John Stewart. Just John Stewart. He's a Green Lantern. He's, yeah, he's black. Oh. I guess I could just say John Stewart. But did you get <laughs> yeah. what I meant? Yeah, oh. Daily Show. John Stewart. The Daily Show. Yeah. That's the new good. Guy that was Trevor Noah. That was actually really. I good. love Trevor Noah. But anyway, yeah. um, but if you still go into even a local <laughs> Comic Con, I don't know if Buffalo. I'm assuming Buffalo does one. They've got watched their yeah. their own ranking thing version. Yep, that's not no I'm longer sure in existence. You, from oh really? Hand. Yeah, they they uh, shut down. F- Rockcon. That takes place in the Grease Mall, uh, like a very small version. And then there's Flower City Comic Con, which is like the Comic Con. Oh, yeah, okay, Flower gotcha. City Comic Con. Oh, okay, at gotcha. the but Rock Con Eastman. or something like that takes place in Grease Mall. They'll have like some cosplayers and stuff like oh, that. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, it's if you go to the Flower gotcha. City one. Correct. Are you, how many minorities, in, in including women? I include those, even though technically women outnumber men, but that's okay. They're treated like a minority. How many women and or minorities are you seeing? Behind the booths, you know, not too many. Okay. okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like, even as patrons. Patrons, there's a lot of female cosplayers. That outnumbers men. Oh, wow. Uh, ten to one. I believe that, Ten though. to one. I do. Easy. I yep. believe that. Enough with the with the whole image of them being virgins. There's <laughs> pussy everywhere. <laughs> yeah, these comic guns? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. So you, you wrote the... You wrote Hollowed, right? Yeah. Was that racial representation, did that play a factor into your character design? Or did you just slide it in, like you said, just to kind of... It's... Like, like when you sat down to write your characters, did you think, I'm I'm going to make these guys... Ethnic for for lack of any for better, the for, for lack the, of any better wording uh, off yeah, the top yeah, of my yeah. head. It, but was that a was that a conscious thought that when you when you made them, I'm going to make them uh, racially diverse. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, and not not in the sense of like I have to do it for the sake of doing it. It was just like, well, why would they all? You know what I mean? Like we're in. I don't see just, I mean, there's a bunch of white guys in here, but like most of the time, <laughs> I, I'm feeling, not. I'm feeling targeted right now. Yeah. I need yeah. my safe space. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> and, w- and when I wrote it, it was, um, it was real, like, write what you know. Mm-hmm. So like one of the characters is like me. Uh, I wrote it in college. Like one of the characters is like my friend and mm-hmm. he's um, like Hispanic. Yeah. The chief is just a stereotypical like buddy cop chief mm-hmm. always yelling always yelling older smashing. yeah and he's uh, like danny glover and predator too okay um, yep, yep, yep. or just danny glover because he's a lot like that in lethal weapon as well but you know what i mean like they kind yeah. of mm-hmm. are the same mm-hmm. like yeah, grumpy yeah. i'm getting too old for the shit you're shit. yeah i'm getting your too old bad for the guy shit. your bad guy he's asian 
he's Asian. Oh yep. shit. Okay. I was well, now, I was we're, now we're officially canceled. I was wondering if you were <laughs> I was wondering if it was if there was gonna be a deliberate like he's a white guy and that was deliberate. No, 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 he's Asian. Yeah. Okay. He's Asian. Well that's good though. I mean we need more Asian villains, right? I mean, aren't they all? Wow. Anyway. I gotta go. <laughs> wow, yeah, Dan, if you could just leave, <laughs> that'd be great. Thanks. That cricket, um <laughs> so that's right. so that so that's fantastic. So um that's great. Um, um, yes. Um, um, yeah. So mm. the other thing that you're that you're working on that I've already watched a few episodes of is the Rock Connoisseur. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So that you're in season two. Season two. Um, and Rock now up. that's where you go to different restaurants and you throw up on the table, right? That is it, and then we ingest it. So, um, our producer thinks that um, I I'm being fired. Yes. And he wants to take a break and then come back. Yeah, and station, talk about rock station management is already coming down here, and, and these mics are not capable of picking up their vocalizations. It it will actually make people's brains hemorrhage. All right, so we'll come back. We'll talk about the rock connoisseur when we come back. Okay. Stay tuned. Quit a mask. <laughs> and we're back. With Casey, um, we took a short break. Uh, the producers came out, said the toilets are overflowing, and Ooh. for us to keep our job, we actually also have to be the janitors here. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that being said, thanks for letting me hold the big plunger. Yeah. You're welcome. Did everybody wash their hands? And thanks for your help, actually, with that. The guests have to pitch into. Uh, station <laughs> management was going to hire us a janitor, um, but after the incident last week that we're legally not allowed to discuss. Um, they had to repaint the summoning circles. Ah, uh, yes. So there's <laughs> more than one incident, but still. Yeah. No, this is so specifically because of last let's, week's. Let's get call. into... Uh, what Anyways, the Rock Connoisseur. Rock Connoisseur. We, we discussed... Uh, this is the one where you go to different restaurants and throw up all over their tables Correct. and then yell at the staff, right? Throw up dishes, lots of screaming. Yep. And that's basically make them it. pick things up. Got it. Okay, yep. so that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> but really, though, what is it? It's, I I don't know. I like that show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great show. Just I want to do that. Comes in and I'm pretty sure up. Gordon Ramsay hosts that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh. So yeah. No. Again, with the whole local vibe. Yep. Um, you know, it's kind of like diners, drive-ins, and dives. I go and I go to a restaurant. I tell a little story about, you know, why I think the particular dish is good or just the story of the restaurant itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and it's all local. It's, I don't go to any, um, major chains. chains. Yeah. Nope. Damn it. Not in the show. I was hoping that you were, you should do one Applebee's. of Denny's just for <laughs> this. Yeah, this, this week we're checking out the Olive Garden in Henrietta. Yeah. Paperwork <laughs> and sponsored by Unlimited Breadsticks. <laughs> Are you guys looking for real traditional Italian? I'm at Olive Garden. <laughs> I feel like family every time I walk in. Sidebar, why is it that in the Big Bang Theory, the Cheesecake Factory looks like garbage, but in real life, it it, it looks a lot nicer? Like, why wouldn't the Cheesecake Factory, why would they allow that to happen? I'm My better question, why are you watching Big Bang Theory? Yeah, that, that, was, actually, that was what I wanted yeah, to get I at. didn't know. Have you ever seen the I've wa- I've I've watched, actually, I'll I say this. I don't watch this. crap. I've watched it. Yeah. Probably four seasons of it. And then I got to a point where I was just like, because it's owned by Warner Brothers, like you go into a comic book shop and there's literally only DC characters. And like they don't talk about Star Wars on a geek show. And I was just like, you guys aren't do. really geeks. 
Like I get it. It's they, cute. They made lots of references. I, to I always, I always felt not like enough, a lot of the. Like. Come on, like every single day, even on this podcast, you talk about Star Wars. There's uh, no not, way that you don't. Not on my accord. I mean, but I mean, most geeks would just me. He's talking about me. Talking yeah. Do you not understand that? He's speaking about me directly. Yeah. How dare you? I get what you're saying, though. I'd, if I'd they're just, really geeks, then Star Wars would be more of a conversation. Or like, you know, they did Indiana Jones, I think, in one. It mm-hmm. was it was mostly just Star Trek, and it's fine. I like Star Trek. It's got a huge thing. But to me, it was like, you're geeky, but you're geeky light. And for me, that's just not good enough. I think, the I think big, that's fair. I feel like the I'm, Big Bang Theory was more geared for like uh, middle-aged parents whose kids had gone off to college, and they wanted to like pretend that they knew what their kids' lives were like. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to go into whether or not that's fair because uh, you're entitled to your own opinion. I just think that if you watch the show long enough, I think you could see the just a character of Sheldon. And really, he's the focal point, and the other characters around him. You know, I thought that was pretty funny the way that oh, it worked. One other thing: none of them grew. Maybe uh, who's the main guy? Roger. What's his name? Johnny Galecki's character. The one who's with yeah. Penny. Yeah. That guy. He would grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it was really like, you know, when you watch the, the Simpsons or like some sort of sitcom or even like Seinfeld where like you do a bunch of things and then there's like either zero continuity or zero consequences to what happened yeah. in that episode. There's no growth they, from it. Right. You and mean I, per episode they didn't grow or through the series? Because at the end of the series they... They all got married. Some they had kids. But or you something. spoiled it. Thanks. But did they Fucking change? The, the in, yeah, the Indian couldn't speak to women at the beginning of the series, Correct. and by I the end of the series, that. not only did he speak to women, he was in a relationship. You just sounded like my grandfather, the Indian. <laughs> like Nawal, Narwhal, what's his name? Uh, something I can't remember. You sir, was one of them Muslims. Are a racist, you sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do say it. Muslim. Oh, I can't. As soon as someone says that in the conversation, Muslims. I'm just like, I can't. Yeah talk what to is you it? anymore uh, but anyway let's talk about rock connoisseur <laughs> so he <laughs> grew <laughs> anyways what was that even about cheesecake factory <laughs> you cheesecake factory. yeah you were talking about you know what dan and why do they take so long to get your drink at the cheesecake have you ever factory? been at a, at a restaurant and you you like order a drink and they're like okay the bar's busy we'll be back to the drink asap and like a half hour later, they come with your drink. You're like, I could have had two there's, by then. There's only one place that I know you love where, like, I ordered a drink and it was not only made incredibly, but it was like at my table, like before I was done ordering it. Was it Nosh? Yeah, yeah. I was like in the middle of ordering my drink, and, yeah. she, <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't even finish the sentence. I knew but it was Nosh, but I did. Here it to, is. I did go to Old Pueblo Grill yesterday. Yeah, and oh my god, every single time it's yeah. just literally it's the amazing. Most amazing. I gotta it's get amazing. there. So. What in in terms of rock kind of source? So you had your first um, season. I'm assuming it was successful. I watched every episode. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. And Thank now you. you're going into season two. Um. You know, I I gotta I I've seen the first episode for sure. Yeah. Um. The whole thing. I gotta catch up from there. Um. However, what did you see as? We're talking about growth, I guess, in the Big Bang Theory. Was there any <laughs> growth for you? Learn things you learned putting on your first like internet show, show like that's like a real. What was Casey's character development? Like what? Like? <laughs> in essence, yes. What was your what was your growth from season one to season two to say this is what I learned from producing the show and starring in the show. Now I'm going to apply what I've learned to the next season. Where. Where does that sit with you? It's actually a really good question. Thank you. For um, once, everybody give them a round of applause. That's all we have are good, good questions on this show. So, <laughs> you know, 
standing ovation because Rocco go. actually Can makes we, an intelligent interview question. Let's have him answer the goddamn question. <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot. Okay, uh, like a like a ton of shit. Okay, quite honestly. Um, you know, I got feedback because like I had like a voiceover in the first season. It was mm-hmm. like I'm a geek, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I never did anything geeky. Mm-hmm. I just cut that out. I just said fuck it. You know what I mean? If I did a show that was like, here's my comic book collection, and here's me eating uh, uh Tony Stark cereal because yeah. you know what I mean, like fine. But I was I wasn't so like it's a small thing, but it was done. You know right. what I mean? Editing okay. got a lot tighter. Yep. Shooting got a lot looser. Yep. And if you are you no. done with season two at this point? Are it, you done next? Film? Filming's done. Yep. Um, and that was another goal was like try to get everything filmed before my daughter was born. Oh, and I think yeah. we got in a couple weeks later. And luckily at that time, like all the family was here. So it was like I could actually leave for a few hours mm-hmm. and film an mm-hmm. episode and come back. So, um, so now that you've sort of now that season two is sort of wrapped. Yeah. Um, if End of season two, Casey, could go back to um, conceptualizing the idea of the show, Casey. Yeah. What would be the one big piece of advice you wish you could give yourself back then? Is don't be so in your head about it. You know what I mean? A little. So to your point, Rocco, with you have like a lot of hats it's like i'm hosting it i write it i produce it Mm -hmm. uh, you know i'm looking at all the edits and you get really in your head about all that kind of stuff where at the end of the day it's a fun show it's not meant to be a review show um it's meant to say so if i went into a place that had steak and lobster and i didn't like the lobster i would only talk about the steak yeah you know what i mean you're not there to review you're there to highlight correct i I like that nayar nayar is his last name my god (laughs) (laughs) norwal anyway yeah so narwhal (laughs) that would be it go back and just say hey dude just just have fun with this and Mm -hmm. you're you're gonna enjoy the ride a lot more right i did yeah, for season two, for sure. Right on. Is there is there plans for a season three? That was my question. Oh it, my gosh! Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, oh. there is. You know, there's always. Are more you announcing it here? <laughs> this is an exclusively. Are we exclusive. getting the exclusive announcement? Critical mass exclusive. Yeah. I will take a break uh, because we're recording this in the middle of November and yep. holidays and all that. Sure. I won't, I won't start until next year for sure. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Give something for the people to look forward to. Yeah, always. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, do you, um, do you, in terms of season three, is there any pre-production that you even started in terms of at least scouting places um, to go to, et cetera? One of the good things about shooting the show is that when people watch it, I get contacted by restaurants saying, hey, you should... Oh, you wow. come here. Oh, that's oh, awesome. That's and that makes my life a hell of a lot easier. So season two, between season one and season two, like season one, I I had a trailer, like, you know, really an idea mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I sold people on. Okay. Like, hey, it. what do you think of this? And then the restaurants liked it and they all signed up. Season two is a little bit easier to say, this is what it is. Yeah. So do you want in or out? You we know, actually I didn't have, have to, a, We have a message here for you. Oh, we do? Yeah. Uh, hi, is this Casey? Uh, this is uh, Jerry over at uh, the brand new Wendy's going up in Henrietta. I uh, hear that you are the rock connoisseur, and I've been really looking forward to meeting with you and having you come down and check out the restaurant. 
uh, yes, it's a Wendy's, but it's actually a really, it's like a nice Wendy's. It's really big, and um, the trays are nice. So get back to me. Thanks. Bye. Wow, that's so, so that's an example of a message. incredible, that yeah. <laughs> I did not expect that today. Well, we wanted you to spring might, it on you. You might want to give that a shot. Here's the thing. I'm a sucker for spicy nuggets at <laughs> <Wendy's>. <laughs> Who's not? <laughs> that was my high school nickname. <laughs> spicy nugs. Yeah. God. <laughs> I don't even want to know why. Oh, I Jesus. Say, I, I hate Wendy's burgers. Yeah. It's just they're so fucking They're greasy. square, and but it yeah, doesn't but make any sense. Yeah. But yeah. they're... I don't know how to eat their spicy chicken. They're I'm telling there's you, something about it's a game changer. So, my last question, at least for you, that's something that I've actually thought about watching your show, and maybe you, you have thought about. No, maybe you, you thought don't. about watching my show. No, no, no. Thought, you thought while about watching, watching your show. Okay, sorry, I've said I, did, I, I just, thought about this. I know. So, <laughs> watch his hands. He he does this with his hands, so you know. I'm voguing. Um, no. Uh, You're voguing. Where does it make me steal home? Where do where does it end? And I don't mean, and I mean like, when I die. No, like when you've reviewed all the all restaurants? the restaurants in Rochester, because it's a local, it's a local show, right? It's upstate New York. Uh, upstate that was New the York. other thing between season one and season two is that we took it on the road. So I, I do might, notice that. I did yeah, notice. I changed that. it to Rock Connoisseur's road trip, so I can go anywhere and I can just throw ah. that on there. So me, the Rock Connoisseur. I'm in Toronto. I'm in fucking Columbus, Ohio. This is what I'm whatever. Asking. So okay. yeah. Yep. But if you got a call from an executive at a TV station. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> are, now, are you, is your biggest influence, at least what I gather, Anthony Bourdain? No. No. I like Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. It's very clearly Guy Fieri. It is. Yeah, his hair alone. To be quite honest with you, it is. Wow. Because the thing no, is. No, I, I knew that, and I didn't, that was not, that phrase, I was actually being serious. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It wasn't from a personality stand standpoint. Well, are you it, gonna frost your tips or what? <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> oh, oh, you heard uh, it here no, first, it, folks. It was are the you general get that level of like r- line right here or <laughs> with your glasses. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was a serious question. It was in reference to his general uh, level of enthusiasm and passion about yeah this thing. So you would say, you would be honestly serious to Andrew's question that it, Guy Guy Fieri is. A big influence. I would say for the rock connoisseur, um, like I've got an idea for a different show, which would be a little bit more Anthony Bourdain. Okay. A little bit more real, quote unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still involving food. Sure. Um, and alcohol. Uh, mm. I mean. But for, th- for for the rock connoisseur, it's really meant to be playful and fun. And yeah. You know, you just kind of binge it and like, that's it. You know, it's it, Anthony Bourdain. I don't know what it is. I feel like you take him a little bit more seriously. And I feel like. At least for the this show, you're not taking me seriously. You're just like, oh, that's where Kesey is. That seems like a fun time. I'll go to Nosh and order a drink and get it before I sit down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And their service is just, it's incredible. I, I you know, big shout out to to those guys over at Nosh. And, and the food. And Joe is, Chef I, Joe. Mm. I was crying happy tears while eating it. Like when, <laughs> I, when I looked at. You look at a menu you're and you're like, crying. yes, when you look at a menu and you look at the lobster ravioli and you're like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm just picking numbers out of the air, but this is $47 a plate. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Then they bring it to you and there's like a, a bunch of them like, you know, in a, it's in a, a big pattern portion too. but then you eat it and you're yeah. like, I would have given you $100 for this plate. 
I would have actually given you more money mm-hmm. after you right. eat it. That's why. That's what I love about the place. The food is just so yeah. fucking good. It's just that those spicy nuggets, I think, are a dollar <laughs> for five. And it's, just, it's really hard <laughs> when you have that choice I, in front of you. Um, <laughs> me, me and the, the wife met up with uh, some friends of ours for lunch yesterday at that old Pueblo Grill. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And same kind of like I walked in. I showed up early because we all had to kind of drive separate for various reasons. I showed up early and I got um, I ordered an elote while I was there and waiting, and my wife showed up very shortly after I'd gotten. And she was like, "Oh, you, did you already order? You didn't order me." I was, I was like, "I showed up here early. You think I'm gonna sit here waiting for all of you guys and not start shoving elotes in my face? You are uh, crazy." Elote is a previously chewed taco in a dirty bag. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's okay. what I thought. Yeah. So no, well, it's it's Mexican street corn. If, gotcha. If yeah. you've okay. never had it. You need to. I want to. Street porn? Yeah. You are, you have an impediment of some kind. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. So um, before we go to break, um, do you have any final questions for the rock connoisseur? Just to be here? clear, where can we see this? Yes, please. Plug. Uh, on the YouTube Okay. And um, also between season one and season two, this Instagram TV thing came out. So I put them all on Instagram TV as well. Interesting. So you just search Rock Connoisseur. You know, they're only four and a half, five minutes, and some people watch them while they poop. So I figured just put them on all aspects it's of apropos. social media. You're, he's on to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, with that being said, uh, Casey, thank you. For yes. being here, we yeah, love no, having thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a real special time. We really love. Uh, I love what you've done. Um, it's fantastic, and uh, you know, thank you. I don't know what else to fucking say. All right, we'll be back. We'll be back uh, with our fuck yous. So fuck you. We'll be right back. Quit a mask. <laughs> and we are back. For fuck you, the point where we get to be just negative about yeah. something that pisses us off. We got to go because my ride's here. Is that your fuck you? Is that part? Are you being clever? It's Dan. All right. Well, go ahead, Dan. Go with your fuck you. They're waiting for me outside. Okay. Enough. Tell them they can fucking wait. Um, nobody okay. beeps anymore. We have text messaging. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, have you guys ever been at a wedding and it, let's say, it ends at eleven o'clock, right? Yes. But it's like ten fifteen, and the staff are cleaning up. Mm-hmm. They're, they've put away the coffee. They're picking up the plates. They're getting the shit off the table. No, motherfucker. Eleven is when it ends. Don't take the coffee away. Don't take the flowers off the table. I wanted to look at them for another 45 minutes. That's what the bride and groom paid for. Just because it's a Saturday night and you don't want to be here, tough titties. Tough titties. 11 is 11. Well, did you say something? No. He he always does, though. He's that type of guy. I'm going to say something. Well, I mean, it was someone else's wedding. You know, I don't want to cause a stir. But, I mean, have you guys ever seen that before? You should have just pushed yeah. over a wall or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Entire wall. Um, Dr. Cox, that wedding. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I've i seen that, yes. It's frustrating. It is. It's Especially so when fucking you need rude. something like, I thought there was coffee. Right. And now it's Oh, gone. no one was drinking it, so we put it away. Yeah. Uh, I, I was going to. I was going to. You should so have So fucking make mind. me a cup. Well, thank you, Dan. All right. That actually, 
You know, I never thought about it, but you're right. Because, like, you go to a restaurant, like, they got to keep all that shit out. Yep. Yeah. Like, if someone comes in at 10.59 and wants a sub at Nosh, right. you would make that sub. Yeah. I mean, you're if a dick for coming in at you that are. time. If, oh, I hate it. So, yeah. that's, I mean, I'm not. it's not my fuck you, but I hate yeah. that no, so wife, much. Wife yeah. and I have a standing rule. We won't go to a restaurant in the last hour of them being open. I have yeah, half hour, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. If my wife is like, oh, there's open for another 15 minutes, I go, if, if this I'm, isn't where we are. If, if I'm not, if yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. seated before, the, if, if we aren't seated there before the final hour, we're Yeah, not I feel there. bad. I don't, yeah. I don't like that either. Well, well thank not, you, Dan. not only do I feel bad thank for you, those guys, but like, you know, that last hour, like, we all work. We yeah. all know what that last hour of work is where you're like, I'm fucking phoning it in for yeah. the rest of this shit because yeah. yeah. I've already had enough for today. <laughs> yeah. Here's um, your so fucking taco. Get out of my face. So going, moving forward. So Dan. That was a good one. Dan. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, come on. And it's it's not a cheap night. No. Those people paid a lot of money. No. <laughs> so I agree. I agree. Fuck you, Blue Barn. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He said that. Oh, shit. Um, I'll go, I'll go next unless. Yeah. yeah, right. That was. Well, I knew whose wedding you were talking about, mm-hmm. so um, I'll go next if that's okay. Sure. Um, God. Every oh, I know he gets Dan gets so angry. I mean, I'm here we go. <laughs> so there's uh, the show The Mandalorian came out, and um, is this gonna be one of those? If you haven't seen it, I'm gonna talk because this is my segment of fuck you. Is this gonna be one of those your fun is wrong things? No, again? not at all. <laughs> um, I am tired. Of the moniker that is given by websites such as We Got This Covered. My God, people need to stop reading that and sharing it especially. I've never heard of it. It's fake news for geeks is what it is. It's like the Fox News of of geekdom. Wow. And they're dubbing this character Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. Don't come at me right now with that bullshit. Okay, if you know anything about the continuity, and I know you do, Casey. I know a couple things. Yeah. Yoda died in Return of the Jedi. This takes place six years after the fall of the Empire. Five. Five years after Return of the Jedi. Yoda's dead. This is not Yoda. Use your brain that possibly something of uh, uh, the same species exists. (laughs) (laughs) That was really well done. It's not Baby Yoda. There are many explanations as to who it could be or what it could be, um, but it's not Yoda. So stop fucking calling it Yoda. Can I play devil's advocate? Oh, God. Is it going to be another half-hour segment of you speaking? 28. (laughs) You fuck with me all the time with this show. (laughs) Really, motherfucker? I'll shut this whole goddamn thing. I will turn you off. I know. No, I've been I, asking I, you to honestly, do that since day one. Honestly, <laughs> I I think that the moniker of Baby Yoda is simply being utilized because unless you're pretty heavy into the nerddom of Star Wars, you aren't really aware that Yoda was a very unique and individual uh, uh, person. And you don't really know that Yoda's race never really was named. I understand so I say, that. What is the species? We don't it's, know. It's, That's never, it's never one been of named. the mysteries of Star it's Wars. Just, it's just Yoda's race. There's only been one other, too, which is Yaddle. We saw Yaddle in episode one, but as far as I know, Yaddle was killed in the Clone Wars. Uh, there's been one other one. Who? Uh, there was. I don't remember his name. There was? There, there was a Jedi Master who was of Yoda's race. Yeah, Yaddle. In no, Yettle. no, in the Old Republic. Mm. 
Knights, is that true? Knights of the Old Republic. In the game, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's not canon, but yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not canon anymore because Disney fucked with the canon. True. Um, but that's my fuck you still. I know it's Devil's Advocate, and I understand what you're saying, but it's think, those I that are... Ex- using, yeah, I think they're just using that term to try and make it more reachable. Very nice. And and that's my fuck you, though, is these people that are ignorant. Um, and just like, uh, I'm a su- like, um, dude, I'm such a super fan of Star Wars. Like, I love Dr. Spock. And you're just like, that really makes my stomach hurt Like when you say that. Like one of my supervisors walked over and was like, hey, did you uh, see on Disney Plus the midichlorians? No one said that. Yes, he did. Oh my God. But he was doing that in order to hurt my stomach. Oh, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, God, I'm like, that, that really hurt me. And he goes, I know, but it's super funny. I just hope Picard makes an appearance at some point in the series. I'm going to kill you. So that's my fuck you. Casey, what's yours? Um... This is no offense to Andrew at all, but my fuck you as a <laughs> new father is uh, people who don't have kids who don't understand what it's like to have kids. Okay. Like, it's been a real, like, eye-opener where they're like, oh, can you can you do this thing at this time? Probably not. <laughs> what do you mean you can't do this thing at that time that you used to do when you didn't have a child <laughs> who was screaming in your face at this time? Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel better, Casey, as... Um, I'm not going to go into my rant, but, you know, I have my life circumstances and I'm not doing that whole thing. Um, I've actually stood firmly on the grounds that when anybody I know or hung out with or did things with has a child, that is essentially the end of the friendship. Not not (laughs) not because not because I no longer wish to associate with them. Yeah, it's because now I know that I will not ever be able to associate with with them again yeah <laughs> so continue like on the injured reserve list. yes so continuing on so you I, I know exactly what you're saying though like when someone texts you to ask you to do anything past 9 p.m well that's a good time she's asleep so i can actually do something past yeah. then um no you know what it is it's just like and i was the same way talk to me a year ago and if somebody said something about you know i'm pretty like I have a niece, so I get it. But yeah. like, you don't really get it until you have a kid. Mm-hmm. That, sure. Like your enti- their entire life as parents is over, mm-hmm. and it's completely mm-hmm. devoted to their children and whatever they want, and mm-hmm. you have no way of ever circumventing that. You know what I mean? So in that sense, it's like – and not everyone's like this. Not all of my single friends are like this. Sure. Your kidless friends are like this. I'm not kind of generalizing it. That's why I didn't – that's why I said no offense to you personally, because I don't know how you I feel. I was deeply offended. I <laughs> saw the look. So offended. It just Rage. stared at me. But it is, you know, for me as a, you know, I, I took on the role of um, daddy daycare. Like I, my wife went back to work and I went to child rearing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my, but my job is like, here's editing one day. Here's writing one day. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can't, like I used to be like, okay, I'll wake up and this is what I have to do for my day. Now I don't. Noon. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm. You'll see what you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And yeah. so when someone says, "Oh, I need this done," or "Did you get it done?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. Because yeah. when I thought this baby was gonna go to sleep, they decided they, they did not want to. Yeah. Do they that. decided to shit themselves. It, well, and then happened. you had to wake him up, and then <laughs> yeah. you had to change him, and then now it's now she's awake. And yeah. Then, and now it's like, okay, get her back to sleep. So you finally get her back to sleep. It's like two hours you, later, and then she's hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, a pair of my friends uh, have, were having a co-birthday together, 
their okay. boyfriend and girlfriend, and they invited us through Facebook and in person. And they're like, "Come on, guys! You know, come on, come on!" And it was one weekend after we just went to this wedding where we had my mother-in-law watch the kids. Yeah. So I felt guilty, like mm, I'm not going to make my mother-in-law in do this again. Yeah. So I said, "Hun, I'll stay home. You go. Yep. You represent. Right." Mm-hmm. And she, at the last minute, was like, nah, "I'm just too exhausted." So now both of these friends have heard, "Oh, well." He's going to stay home so she can come, and then at the last minute, she changes her mind. So we look like assholes, but it's like sometimes you just are too fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I Yeah, I agree. Even if you might have coverage. It's no, like sometimes I, I just I just want to be alone. I or agree. At home. I, I agree. I don't, well, thank you. I don't even have kids, and I tell people sometimes, no, I just, I, yeah. I would really rather not socially engage with any of you. Right, but what I mean is that you feel guilty because there's so few opportunities once you become a parent to like see your friends and when you've accepted a facebook invitation you know that's <laughs> written in blood and you have to well, yes of course of course well thank you for your fuck you casey I yeah, appreciate yeah, yeah, that. yeah that's all andrew to yeah. tie us off here and uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go in the other direction have us end on a on a high note uh, i i am bringing today i bring to the table of faith and humanity plus one event okay um so a couple years back um Right around Thanksgiving, there was a uh, sort of a meme that went around Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle-aged woman had a text message uh, who she thought was her grandson um, to try and finalize their Thanksgiving plans. Hey, you know, are you, uh, this is when we're doing it. Are you still going to be able to make it? Sure, uh, sure, sure. You know, let us know if you're bringing your girlfriend. All, all that good stuff. And uh, savvy text through this grandmother. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it turns out it was it was a wrong number. So the person replied back, like, who, who is this? And yeah. she's like, New oh, phone. It's, it's, who it's me, your grandma. Who dis? And he's like, who's grandma? Send a picture. It's me. So she sends a picture of herself. She's like, see, it's me. I'm at work. And he sends back a picture of himself. He's a black man. Yeah. A young black man. Sends back a picture of himself. Says, you're not my grandma. You got the wrong number. Uh, they have a good laugh for a second. He goes, but can I still get a plate, though? <laughs> and... That middle-aged white woman who had just uh, innocuously accidentally messaged a strange black man said, yes, you can absolutely have a plate. That's what grandmas do. We feed people. You come over, you get yourself a plate. And that man went to that Thanksgiving dinner with that family. The hell was that? Whoa, that was that was your child crying. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you don't know <laughs> the sound of your own child. I've never me. heard him make that cry before. Anyway, <laughs> um, I found out today He's that pissed. that little interaction sure, sure. has led to that same young gentleman showing up at this white family's Thanksgiving that's awesome. for all of their Thanksgiving festivities that's awesome. I mean, that's with amazing. the family yeah. every year since then. Adorable. It's my um, Aryan race right there. That's awesome. This this year they even uh, apparently he, he went with the family to a pumpkin patch to nice. enjoy White people fall. White people fall, and um, <laughs> which is a and staple in no, Western I, I, New York. I, yeah, you know stuff like that. As as uh, crotchety and and curmudgeon as I am, and just generally bitter, uh, things like that warm my heart, and it reminds For me sure. that like the Grinch did it grow a it, few sizes. Uh, well, no, One but size. I think I felt it beat once. Okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, well. But that's I, awesome. I, I think it just. I think that's a great story. Uh, like Dan said when we were talking about this earlier, I think it reflects that um, hate is a taught thing, yes. not an inherent thing. 
That is correct. Um, and, and, you know, again, just a friendly reminder that being a decent person doesn't cost you anything. It's pretty it's very true. Do. What the hell, man? It's very true. You need your own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He does. You do it. Things if he I came out with a positivity co- podcast, then I'll be the president. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jan- Dan Tracks 2024. 2024. Uh, so thank you, Andrew. That was very that uplifting was awesome. to end the show. Um, and again, um, Casey, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah. You know, you're uh, the crowd loves you. Uh, you know what? I love seeing them. <laughs> I really do. They're just so happy. <laughs> Smiles on all their <laughs> painted on, their, on faces. On their <laughs> That's the LSD faces. <laughs> the cardboard. We face. give them. A, Why are there I so have many to, guns pointed at the cardboard. I have <laughs> to. I have to give them a lot of drugs before. <laughs> it's <this> true. <laughs> um, but thanks again. Um, we wish you continued success, and thank you know you're you. always welcome on our show. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Um, right. I want to thank Good our friends. Good luck with the comic book. Yes. And the show. I, I might even read it. There I don't you even know. Well, what? I'm going to put all of Casey's contact info in terms of um, Address, Rock Connoisseur. Kids name. Social, social security number. Yeah, I get it. Credit all card that. numbers. Um, <laughs> so check out below. My in grandma's the... house for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah. Check out the description below to find him at Rock Connoisseur to find out more about Hollowed. It's all below. So just scroll down. Is that in um, bookstores now? It's at uh, Pop Rock down, downtown Rochester. Pop Rock, downtown Rochester. Check Go it there, out. Check it out. Eat some cereal. Buy his comic. Um, thanks a lot to our friends over at uh, hashtag Matt and Mia at Dorschel. Also, um, Matt and Mia Real Estate. Check them out. Um, check out our friends at the Genesee Beard Company. They make your beard feel good. And don't ever forget about your uh, nerdery as you needed at don'tforgetatowel.com. Party on, Wayne. Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.